You're listening to the Garden City Church Podcast. We just want to say thanks so much for tuning in. And if you enjoy what you hear today, please subscribe, share, and review the podcast. If you want to support what Garden City is doing, you can go to GardenCityNW.com slash give or click on give in the show notes. Let's dive into this week's message together. Have you ever had preconceived ideas about how a situation would go, and then it ended up being completely different from your expectations? From a vacation, to baking something on Pinterest, to how we envisioned our lives would look. So much of life, we can experience laughable to more serious differences from our expectations to reality. For me, this was finding a pet snake in the closet of my room at an Airbnb while on vacation. This also has been my experience with prayer. As I have learned about prayer through books, podcasts, church teachings, none of these resources truly equipped me for the journey of prayer I had experienced. I had preconceived ideas about what prayer was and its purpose. I believed prayer was a space to bring my requests to God and He would respond. I had experienced profound moments of God answering prayers. So when prayers went unanswered and God stayed silent, I was left disillusioned. After a period of time of God answering moments of asking Him to provide revelation and bring specific insight to mind, I reached a point of such desperation where the thoughts of my unanswered prayers were all-consuming. I spent most days thinking and talking about my desperation holding unanswered prayers. I'd spent time every morning in silence, waiting for God to speak. In spaces where I used to feel God's presence and believed He, was br- he would bring specific thoughts to mind, Those spaces were now filled with silence. When other people's prayers were answered, I struggled with jealousy and bitterness. I begged God to give some sort of revelation, and He didn't answer. I questioned why God could be so in touch with the smaller needs and details of my life and be so distant from my deep desires. Isn't God supposed to be a father who loves giving gifts to His children? Isn't He the one who provides the desires of our heart when we delight in Him? then why do some of the most desperate and tender prayers stay unanswered? I've come to see how prayer involves moments of God speaking, providing revelation, and answering big and little prayers. I now also see how prayer means times of desperation with God being silent. The journey of prayer is holding the tension of both of these realities. Let me be clear. I love Jesus. He's the best part of my life. And I believe God is good and kind, and I believe in the power of prayer. The reality of being a messy human means I have to learn to reconcile this reality when praying unanswered prayers feels excruciating and when God stays silent. My guess is there are others in this community who are also navigating unanswered prayer. If you've spent any time praying over something, you have likely experienced unanswered prayer. This time together is my attempt to share what I'm learning in my journey about unanswered prayer. Reconciling this reality of unanswered prayer is all about perspective. I work with babies and toddlers who are blind and visually impaired as a home visitor. I've worked with several children who have had a visual field loss. When a child's visual field is restricted, the child has to learn certain compensatory strategies like head positioning to be able to see more of their visual field. Similarly to a child learning to expand their field of view, Those of us living with unanswered prayer might need to intentionally shift our perspectives to find peace and look for where God is in our situation. Paul explains the shifting of perspective in 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18. We don't give up. Our bodies are becoming weaker and weaker. 
but our spirits are being renewed day by day. Our troubles are small. They only last for a short time, but they are earning us a glory that will last forever. It is greater than all of our troubles. So we don't spend all our time looking at what we can see. Instead, we look at what we can't see. That's because what can be seen lasts only a short time, but what can't be seen will last forever. Now we'll move through three visual field shifts of journeying through unanswered prayer. Looking back, looking ahead, and looking for unexpected gifts. To begin, when we experience unanswered prayer, we need to look back to see how God has shown up in the past. Looking back is possible because God's character doesn't change. Psalm 102.27 says, But you remain the same. Your years will never end. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. As time continues on holding unanswered prayers, remembering God's faithfulness can keep us anchored even as we struggle in doubt. For me, this has been remembering a season of prayer that felt miraculous soon after I finished college. I was part of several spaces to facilitate listening prayer for high school students. Listening prayer is creating intentional space to silence our minds and listen for God speaking through His Holy Spirit. One day while worshiping at church, I saw a picture in my mind of a high school girl looking at herself in a mirror. A week later, I was part of facilitating a space to listen for God speaking with a group of high school girls at a discipleship weekend. The mirror image that came to mind was the exact picture a high school girl had during our time of listening prayer. During the same weekend, while praying over another high school girl, she had a picture come to her mind of seeing herself eating lunch in elementary school. She knew the exact grade she was in at the time, and she saw Jesus eating right next to her at the lunch table. She didn't meet Jesus or begin following Him until years later, but Jesus made His presence in her life known when she didn't even know He was there. God answered these prayers so quickly and unexpectedly that I've had to remember that the God who isn't answering my prayers in the way I'd like is the same God who performed these miracles. Isaiah 55, 8-9 gives encouragement to God's mysterious ways. My thoughts are not like your thoughts, and your ways are not like my ways, announces the Lord. The heavens are higher than the earth, and my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. I've held on to these experiences, like the ones I just shared, when I'm wrestling through praying for my deepest heart longings and when God doesn't move. Nikki Gumbel once shared, This is the sign of Christian maturity, when we continue to believe in God's love even when we don't see it or feel it. As we believe in the sun even when it's not shining, we continue to believe in God's love even in times of darkness when we don't feel His love. Next, we need to look ahead as we continue on our prayer journey. We can look ahead to the promise God gives of the future we long for in Scripture. God shares in Scripture He collects prayers and tears. Revelation 8, 3-5 provides us a picture of God collecting our prayers. Another angel came and stood at the altar. He had a shallow gold cup for burning incense. He was given a lot of incense to offer on the golden altar, and the altar was in front of the throne. With the incense, he offered the prayers of all God's people. The smoke of the incense rose up from the angel's hand. The prayers of God's people rose up together with it. The smoke and the prayers went up in front of God. Then the angel took the gold cup and filled it with fire from the altar. He threw it down on the earth. There were rumblings and thunder, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. This picture of what is to come in the book of Revelation can equip us with hope that at the proper time, God will pour out our requests on the earth. 
I've often wondered if God is truly hearing each prayer. This scripture affirms that God has collected every prayer we've ever prayed. Redemption for each and every prayer will come when He rains down those prayers on the earth. Psalm 56, 8 promises God collects our tears. You keep track of all of my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. Lastly, we shift our perspective to look for unexpected gifts. I believe God is kind and enjoys providing for us in unexpected ways we didn't necessarily ask for. These unexpected gifts can easily be missed if we are so focused on what God hasn't done for us. We have to be mindful of the present moment to see the ways God is showing up for us. Jesus in Matthew 7, 7 to 8 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Everyone who asks will receive. The one who searches will find. The door will be opened to the one who knocks. Jesus' response to those who find themselves asking without receiving, seeking without finding, knocking without being welcomed in, is to keep on asking, keep on seeking, and keep on knocking, which may feel insensitive for those of us who have waited and asked and pleaded in response into silence. And yet, there is a gift of resilience cultivated in us when we take Jesus up on this invitation and we pray this way long enough. I personally have been encouraged by a quote from C.S. Lewis sharing about the unexpected strength and gifts from God's silence. Satan's cause is never more in danger than when a human, no longer desiring, but still intending to do God's will, looks around upon a universe from which every trace of him seems to have vanished and asks why he has been forsaken and still obeys. Trust is costly when it is hard. When we have to choose trust, even when our circumstances tell us something differently, this is when defiance rises up from us and how Jesus redeems a darkened situation. Jack Deere once wrote, What was more supernatural, a healing or a heart that still worshipped as cancer ravaged the body in which it beat? I can't say, I just wanted a heart like that. The same is true for unanswered prayer. Sometimes the unanswered prayer isn't answered, and yet we are transformed in an unexpected way by the worship cultivated in us, even when God doesn't come through in the way we'd like. There is a maturing process in our souls when we go through times of God's silence and no longer see the direct fruit of God's blessings. Though it is painful and hard, and we trade all the growth for our heart's desire, this is the journey of prayer. We can trade the crisis of faith for a perspective of unexpected character formation and encouragement from God who holds our prayers so tenderly and is just waiting to pour out His redemption over all of our prayers. In prayer, it is often the case that we come for gifts. We ask God to provide, heal, and bless. The unexpected gift we can look for is how we end up getting intimacy with the giver himself. Unanswered prayer is not to be taken lightheartedly. It is painful and can be excruciating. Most of the time, we may not be lifted up and over the time of pleading with God. We have to move through it. To move through it, there's an invitation to shift our perspective, to look behind, look ahead, and look for unexpected gifts. I'll end by sharing three tools that I've used to stay anchored as I navigate God's silence and unanswered prayer. Each morning, setting a timer for a few minutes to be silent can help us to practice quieting our thoughts to be with Jesus. 
The purpose of this time is not to receive revelation or hear from God. This has freed me from holding expectations over God's activity in my life. Instead, it is a space to remind myself that God is still with me and hasn't left me. To help stay focused, I repeat certain phrases like, Come Holy Spirit, when my mind drifts off. I find a place with less distractions and take a position that keeps my mind focused, like kneeling or sitting on the ground. Next is a gratitude prayer. After each day, we can take time to think about the day and look for small ways Jesus provided. For example, we can look back and see how God didn't just provide food for you. He provided options for you to eat. And not just that, He may have provided people to eat with too. Lastly, continue to pray when God isn't answering your prayers. Say your prayers as you really mean it. Start with disappointment and name your pain. Then listen for the question beneath the disappointment. Is God really loving? Is He really listening? Does God really care about this part of my life? Is God really powerful? Then ask God to meet you in the question. Though God still hasn't answered the prayers most near to my heart, I can say with more confidence than ever before that I trust Him. There are days when the ache of holding unanswered prayers feels cruel. Days when I believe God works everything together for good, but I wonder if He does it in a kind way. Most days, I trade all of the character formation for the answered prayer. I hold this tension while realizing this ache positions me to keep focused on an intentional perspective to look behind, look ahead, and look for unexpected gifts. I pray that each of us would experience God's great love and unexpected gifts for us even when His response to our prayers looks differently than we would expect. This journey of prayer is worth taking, not because of the gifts, but because of the giver himself. Let's take a moment now to pray. Jesus, right here and now, we offer to you what is already on our minds that could be something we've brought to you time after time, but something maybe we haven't even felt the courage to bring to you before. I just pray in these moments that we would be able to hand them over to you, trusting that there is a perspective we're not able to fully understand and also acknowledge the pain and hurt and how hard this is to trust in such a, a vast way like this. And Jesus, we surrender all of this over to you and we ask you for you to show up that there could be breakthrough in these unanswered prayers, that there could be a moment of you revealing yourself, maybe what you're up to that we can't see. But ultimately, we just hand it over to you and give you full control. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments about today's message or would like to contact Garden City Church, reach out at info at gardencitynw.com or click contact in our show notes. Garden City services are made possible by your generosity. Your generosity is love in action. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.